Pippin is a musical comedy directed by Bob Fosse. It is a story of a boy's search for fulfillment. He tries art, politics, revolution, family life, war, even country living. But nothing ever seems to satisfy him. Until one day, I found it at the Imperial Theater. Unreleased track. Hi, I'm Alan Altman. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Where was I when golden fields of coal glistening? How could I have missed the early morn? I playing fool to someone's king. How could I? How could I miss out on everything? Children running through the flower. I remember kisses in the dark And I died Suddenly Suddenly I hear a voice So warm and tender Well, good evening, everyone, no matter when and where you're listening and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z, as today we discuss our final unreleased track in a tune Billy Joel A to Z has decided to call Where Was I? There's no real actual title to this song, but it is a beautiful unreleased track, all right, circa 1970, 71, 72. Where Was I is a lovely piano-based song with young Billy vocals that if released today and redone, we would all probably worship. Obviously, there are no rankings or anything else about this song, but I think, Alan, we can both agree we wouldn't mind hearing him play this song if we were at his house having a few drinks and he went to the piano and started playing this. I wouldn't mind him playing the alphabet song at this point. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're in Billy Joel's house and he just starts to play, you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> you're like, row, row, row your boat. This is sweet. <laughs> uh, Billy, we just have one request, and that is December song. Please. But uh, yeah, we just decided to name this song. You can only uh, find it scarcely. It's very difficult to find online, but we found it because that is what we do here to try and bring you the the ones you might have never heard from from then and show his his brilliance and his figuring it all out uh this song could have been called the simple joys of life we just happen to be calling it where was i yeah the simple joys of life is probably the second best idea for what the title could be yeah i mean let's just we'll give you the lyrics since you've never i mean you're only hearing the song at the beginning as i played it a little bit and uh, we could probably play the rest of the song as we leave, because I don't think anyone cares. And the lyrics 
just go and I wrote them down from listening to the out uh, they're not listed anywhere I promise you and I think I got them right where was I when golden fields of corn glistening I think it's were glistening <laughs> were were glistening where I wrote them I? down also so there's some words that I might have oh, that you don't have oh great yeah. how could I have missed the or- early morning glistening the I early morning listening L- listening Oh, that makes more sense. I don't know. None of it makes sense. Miss the early morn listening. Listening. Right. Where was I? Where was I? Playing fool to someone's king? How could I? How could I miss out on everything? Children running through the flowered park passed me by. And here's a nice one. I remember kisses in the dark. Then I die. Suddenly. Suddenly. I hear a voice so warm and tender calling me, calling me to look at lives. To look at life's myriad splendor. Ah, that's the one I could not get. Life's myriad, myriad? Yeah. In myriad splendor. I have missed the simple joys of life. I was so blind. I missed the sweet and simple joys of life. And then the best part. Is he doesn't have the rest of the lyrics. Do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, it just trails off. Because it feels like he's getting somewhere and then it just ends. This is one of those, like, normally we wouldn't do these unfinished songs, but this that's is right. pretty finished. We got a good two and a half minutes out of it. So that's oh, yeah. Good. And then it's just funny that it just goes do do do, la 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 la. Uh, but isn't that great? Isn't that great that it just goes off and he's working on the song? Uh, several things about this. Oh, well, I mean, this is so funny. Okay, so what is this? We decided 7071. It's got to be. It's got to be Cold Spring Harbor. Absolutely, MO right? Nonsense. First of all, the piano is completely out of tune. So at first you're like it sounds like not December song that other one that isn't that great. Um Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, bye-bye where's my lady. And but it but it becomes so much more. You you like it, right? I think it's good. I don't love it. I think, you know, a lot of his other unreleased stuff I'm more into than this song. Yeah, yeah, but but it's good. And the piano gets better as you go on because it definitely, it, it's scary at first. It sounds horrible. It's totally out of tune. I don't know where the hell he was recording this, but I guess if you don't have a, a contract yet, this is how you do it. And then definitely picks up. But it's kind of funny. So, all right, so 70, he was born in 49. So I guess he's about 20, 20? 21, 22. And he's still singing about how he missed out and about being old. What the fuck is with this guy and his just, he's not Michael Jackson. I, I, why is he saying he missed out on everything for the whole rest of his career? He's looking back at what could have been, what could have been the guy worked it out. Are you kidding? The fuck is with this guy? At 20, he's like, oh, the simple joys of life. I die suddenly. What happened to me in my career? It's funny. He was so depressed in his early 20s that he's always was. He had all these songs about how like everything he missed, everything good. Life sucks. And it's like, you're so young, dude. You have so much more to go. He He probably would cringe if he heard these lyrics today. He was so young when he went to St. Bart's and picked up all those girls. 
<laughs> and even then he probably felt like he was over the hill because he wasted all those years with Elizabeth. Clearly, because that's all he wrote about. Oh, I'm over the hill. I'm going to play the music I grew up on because it makes me happy. I mean, what? I don't know what happened to this guy. And I know through this journey we've taken on this show, we pretty much just get a little bit of insight. We know he likes one girl a lot. And then we know later on he likes one girl a little and he and he marries her. <laughs> and then and then he just goes back to hating that entire family that he was previously with. But what happened before one to twenty? Besides, we know his mother seemed to be problematic as well. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what happened to this guy. We're, we don't, it's just not good enough insight to, I need more childhood stories to figure out why he's this depressed at 20. What I want to know is, did he write this song before or after he drank the furniture polish? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, right. I guess I'm going to say before. I'm going to say before. I'm going to say this yeah. is before he met Elizabeth. Well, he might have known her, but then that was part of why he was depressed was because she was with his best friend. He was John. married. Yeah. I guess, but it's just, you know, I mean, I was depressed at 20. I've been depressed my whole life. I was depressed at 17. I certainly understand being suicidal and depressed. But boy, when you have a gift like he does, I really think you should look at it differently. If you can sit down and play your feelings let alone impress the ladies with your musical prowess you're an asshole (laughs) yeah i think some of this song is kind of has to do with him being a musician though also because he's kind of lamenting that he doesn't get to be out in the early morning and all this daytime stuff that happens children running through the park because he's like a nighttime guy you know he's out playing gigs till four in the morning then he's probably sleeping through the day and I think that led to the depression also, just this feeling that everyone's living a different life and he's just in the shadows. I guess. I mean, did you ever feel that way? Well, you grew up in New York City. Did you ever feel like you missed out on sunrises? <laughs> I don't know. Sunrise is when the crack deals go on. So you don't want to be out during those hours either. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like an old Larry Miller joke where... Uh, you know, you you when you're at a bar all night and the sun is out, and it's like the worst feeling in the world. For me, it was always the best because I'm like, wow, I really put it together tonight. Awesome. Because I don't do it very often. But before COVID, I knew a lot of bartenders that would lock us in at four o'clock when everything closed and you could hang out till seven, eight, nine, ten in the morning and just drink and smoke and do whatever you wanted in these places. I mean, you know, for 40 years, I was probably doing that until COVID stopped all of that nonsense. Yeah, I used to remember those places. There would be certain ones that were the after hours bars and you would just pull the curtains down and keep going. Yeah, it was a regular thing. And especially knowing, uh, you know, my best friend being the guy who created in the Insomniac show, we were kept in those places all the time. Yeah, and then you could write it off on your places. taxes as a business expense. Yes, <laughs> Damn it, I wish I had thought of that back then. <laughs> All those nights he kept me up. I should have used it for a tax excuse. I would have felt better. I probably would have slept better. But this song is uh, kind of, you know, what he, I think he's talking about, doesn't he miss the, he's talking, it feels like he's, it feels like with the golden fields glistening and stuff, He's ta- it's like falling of the rain. It feels something like that. 
Yeah, it feels like a couple of the other unreleased ones, like Great Ships and Great Oceans, The Winter Crossing, because those also, he's thinking back to childhood memories and things that he missed and kind of stuff. You know, I don't know. It's like this running theme through a lot of what he wrote. And maybe it was Artie Rip who was like, look, these ones kind of suck. Let's put like one depressing song on the album. Well, I don't know. I don't want to give him any whole credit because that seems like a really good management thing to do. And I don't want to give him any credit. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but there's something about it depending on when this was written if it was written in 72 it's interesting or if it was written in 70 there's no way anybody could know it's very much there's certain things about it and i've compared a lot of his unreleased tracks and his early tracks of cold spring harbor to the pippin soundtrack there's multiple songs where it sounds very much like pippin which came out in 72 uh, so it probably would billy joel did it first there's a song which is the most famous song not just in the musical pippin but in musical theater uh, that actually people make fun of to this day because it's been so popular for so long it's almost it's the tomorrow from annie of of uh you know musical theater with before annie came out called corner of the sky you probably yeah heard i know that's that's the only one i know yeah right and like it, it very much like his lyrics we get that children running through the flowered park pass me by and in the song corner of the sky he has everything has its season everything has its time show me a reason i'll soon show you a rhyme cats fit on the windowsill children fit in the snow why don't i feel i fit in anywhere i go and then <laughs> rivers belong where they can ramble eagles belong where they can fly i've got to be where my spirit can run free I gotta find my corner of the sky. Wow! <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah, it uh, it totally reminded me of this song. Thunderclouds have their lightning. Nightingales have their song. Totally sounds like what we refer to as "Where Was I?" Billy Joel's unreleased track. I totally agree with that because whenever I listen to this song, I just think. This sounds so much like a Broadway song. It's yeah. just a ballad. It could be in Phantom of the Opera. It could be in any of these kind of things where one character is just alone on stage belting this thing out. That's yep. what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is a a song that in Broadway that every Broadway show has. It used to be the female would put together the pretty much the third song had to be the one where we get to find the lead character's plan, what they want out of the rest of the show. That's what this song would probably be. The third song in a Broadway show saying, here's what I'm looking for while this show, you know, is in motion. Yeah. Right before this, there's some kind of conflict with the other characters. They leave. <laughs> And this character is now left alone in their house or whatever it is, and it's time for them to shine. Right. It opens like this. There's a big opening number with the entire cast called Cold Spring Harbor. And then it, Cold Spring Harbor is the place to be. My favorite town. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, there's Levittown, Levittown. Just go through it. It's early Billy Joel just going off on places in Long Island cities, but he does it like we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Levittown, Artemis. 
um which of course we should have we could have also done for oh we, yeah now we have to do that uh, all long island towns that's it yes yes hicksville levittown Arthur i'm trying to get them all right uh then right then the song that you're saying where there's the conflict and then this song would fit right in for the broadway musical of cold spring harbor which i guess we should probably uh tell him when we end up at his house you know having a couple of beers or wine whatever it is when he invite you know when we just see him on the road when he's just sitting on his bench like you saw and we're like billy can we come up Oh, hey, it's my two favorite guys. Think about it. A to Z guy. What you're doing him doing an Italian accent? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Of course. Come on up. I got some uh, gabagoo we just got from the deli (laughs) down the block. Hey, you guys seem cool. Why'd you come up? Go to the bakery, get some shuya del, and uh... (laughs) right out of Wayne's world. Hey, Billy, is this cool? Sure. Right, because we could say to him, "Look, moving out was great. It had all your hits, but what if we explore the non-hits?" The early Billy Joel. Guys, if that's what you want to do, I give you my, my permission to go for it. Open checkbook. Huh? Yeah. Take any of the songs that you liked that were unreleased. Have, you know, one of your friends, maybe a Paul Lauren or Colin Singham, and and you do whatever you want to do. What? Huh? I would panic. I would just be like, we'd never get to it. He would give us the go ahead. And I'd be like, Hey, you you would call me and be like, Dave, we sh- we should really work on getting the Billy Joel unreleased stuff together that he wants us to do. Eh, I'm tired today. Let's do it after the week. Let's do it after Labor Day. We'll start then for sure. And then when we finally do it, he watches like the first preview and like we end act one with December song and then the show <laughs> immediately closes. They're like, what? The- this isn't the big number we need for the end of act one. Right. His mouth is open like the beginning of uh, the producer's. Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> His mouth is just what <laughs> December song. What the oh, hell? Oh no! <laughs> I and I be honest with you, I love it as much as we enjoy talking about December song. I would not put that in the Broadway musical. You have to. No, it's no. a musical of unreleased tracks. There's only like a dozen of them. Well, maybe I'd change it around, make it uh, more of an upbeat song. Change it to April song. Yeah, that seems more pleasant. Hmm. Unless we made it, I got an idea. What if we made it a Christmas song? Yeah, we could just change some lyrics to a little bit more. What Christmas-y. we got to do is put sleigh bells in it, and it'll be a much more fun song. Yeah. Okay. So instead of piano, it's a jangly sleigh bell sound. Yeah. Done. Done. Could you see this uh, fitting on Street Life Serenade? No, this doesn't fit anywhere. It could have fit on Cold Spring Harbor, and that's it. This is the only time in his career when this kind of song fit anywhere. All right. He immediately moved past this, which is good because this would have been a depressing career. I still can't figure out why he couldn't get his piano tuned. I think Artie Rip was like, hey, I booked some studio time at the New York Aquarium. (laughs) <laughs> you're inside one of the tanks make do <laughs> you couldn't book any other place there must be like a hundred of them in manhattan or long island even alone he's like look my cousin is the manatee okay so <laughs> <laughs> i'm a manager he's a manatee got you a special deal here <laughs> he wouldn't have hated that that's a 
right in Brooklyn. And it's by the ocean. He would have been like, yes, it's great. Yeah. Anything near water sounds good to me. I think in the lyrics, when he says children running through the flowered park, like when you first hear that, you're picturing like some rolling meadow. And then you realize like he wrote this when he was 20, 21. He's talking about like some patch of grass in Hicksville. It's probably a really depressing park when he was sitting there watching these kids running around and there's some guy making a drug deal. And over here, there's some bum pissing on a tree. Yeah, I was going to say it like you. It reminded me of that would be what he was looking at from the strip mall that the hanging out at the village green was across the street. There was a tiny little park patch of park. Like at least we know here in Manhattan, like the one that's near my house by the Queensboro bridge. <laughs> yeah. And not even that big, just a tiny little triangle between two other streets. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll take a picture of it. The, the, the park I'm talking about by the Queensboro bridge and you can, you can post it up. It's, it's pathetic. <laughs> Everything has its season. Everything has its time. Show me a reason and I'll soon show you a rhyme. Cats fit on the windowsill, children fit in the snow. Why do I feel I don't fit in anywhere I go? Rivers belong where they can ramble. Eagles belong where they can fly. I've got to be where my spirit can run free gotta find my corner of the sky i did a little trivia for you you did yeah i don't know i felt like doing a little trivia all right what do you got um okay so what i got is he mentions one of the lyrics is playing fool to someone's king And so uh, here's my trivia. The phrase play the fool is used in what Shakespeare play? And the hint is this play's title shares part of its name with the number of Billy Joel studio albums. Twelfth Night. Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like you definitely needed the hint. I don't think you would have just gotten Twelfth Night. That's not going to be his first guess. No, I wouldn't have. I would have thought it was, um, I don't know, something. uh, one of the comedies, but I I would not have known it was Twelfth Night without Honestly, Twelfth Night might be one of the comedies. I know so little about it. Oh. (laughs) Do you know? Is it a drama or is it a comedy? Is it a tragedy? Uh, I don't know, actually, that one. I think well, it has Tempest a character is who is a fool in it. It has like a court jester character, which is what this is. Uh, this line is about. The guy says, this fellow is wise enough to play the fool and to do that well craves a kind of wit. Oh, I, I understand. Believe me, th- this scares the hell out of me because I know if I was born during that time, I would be the jester and my head probably would have been chopped off um, in an hour. No, you know, I, I read about these things. They had a thing called... Um, they had a thing that was called like jester's privilege or something like that, which basically said that if you're a court jester, you're allowed to say things that other people would get their heads chopped off for. It was kind of like how comedians now are like, oh, I can I can talk about these issues because I'm a comic. So it's a different situation. I'm not oh. going to get fired for this. And they kind of had that thing going for them there. Also, they had a thing called natural fools versus artificial fools. And the difference was artificial fools were someone like you or me who were like professional comedians who would come up with witty sayings or original jokes. 
And then natural fools were essentially mentally defective people. Uh, right. Well, I they would just laugh both. at because they were a little bit, you know, cuckoo. Yeah, but I would probably be considered like both. And that's people what wouldn't know. Me. They would be like, this just gal could be one or the other. We're I'd really be probably sure. the most famous court jester around because they still couldn't tell whether I was mentally retarded <laughs> or doing it. It would have changed the name. They would have called them court just gals. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and on that note. Well, folks, for some reason, that was Where Was I? (laughs) My voice cracked on that. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss a single one. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z. And don't give us feedback on this one. There's no reason to. Yeah, and don't you don't have to give us five stars. on this. Don't give us any ratings on this one, please. Give us two stars for this one. No. It'll ruin our like Uber. <laughs> now, the important thing is, this was somehow our final, last unreleased track. We made it to the end of the unreleased. How about which means that? you should tune in next week as we do the episode that should also be unreleased. <laughs> the unreleased song wrap-up. We have to. <laughs> we have to because we're stupid. Listen to us rank all of the unknown songs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just spoil it for everybody. Number one, December song. <laughs> <laughs> find out is that true or will dave have something else that he likes better maybe he won't until then i'm alan altman i'm dave Juskow, and this is billy joel a to z children running through the flower park pass me by i remember kisses in the dark